When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. In the latest news, just your shocked Pikachu face right here. Twitter is very, very angry at me um, to absolutely everybody's complete lack of surprise. Uh, so basically, here's what happened. Here's what happened. I saw this tweet from Dr. Sydney Watson. I don't know who she is. This might sound insane, but I feel like there's a conspiracy against mainstream rock slash heavier music. I never hear heavy bands on the radio. It's the same terrible rap slash pop bullshit. And you cannot tell me that the people that didn't enjoy heavier music because the 90s and 2000s were full of it. New age music is so soulless and repetitive. It turns your brain to Swiss cheese. So I quote tweeted that and said, there's no conspiracy. Gent killed metal. No songs, just riffs. And there are no larger than life stars like Fred Durst. Every band looks like a bunch of baristas who are scared to offend anyone. And uh, let me tell you, uh, people not happy with this one. (laughs) People are furious. I'll talk about this. Um, My larger point here, just to be clear, I'll tell you what I'm doing, people. I am fighting for the future of rock and metal. I'm fighting for you, real rockers. I am fighting for you. I'm trying to save our culture. But in all seriousness, you know, what I want to do is... I want rock to be as popular as it used to be in the 90s and the 2000s. That's what I want. And I understand that maybe what I said here might be upsetting to people who like Gent or I I don't know. I don't know why they're so upset at me, but people were mad at me. And I thought it was kind of funny. In comparison, there's this other story here. Nothing more's Johnny Hawkins ran over his girlfriend with a truck in 2021. Details, police and court records. So these are not allegations. The singer of this band, uh, Nothing More, literally ran over his girlfriend with a truck is just coming out now and all the comments on social media are supportive of him like oh he's a great guy you know she's crazy there's more to the story than what you see here everyone's on board with him they think he's great so here's what it is people in the year of our lord 2023 for me to have the relatively uncontroversial opinion that rock is not as popular now as it was in the 2000s because there aren't big stars anymore. Literally more offensive to people than running over your girlfriend with a truck. (laughs) That's the world we live in. Anyway, so people are not happy about this. And I wanted to kind of explain this, clarify my position a little bit, and just talk about this a little bit. Because again, my mission, like I'm not here to dunk on rock. I feel like that's what people think. I want to help the genre. Help me help you. Okay, so I want to explain what I'm talking about here, because I think the root of the problem here is that rock fans are either too young to remember or maybe they've forgotten. Yeah, it's tough love time. That's what it is. It's tough love time. I think that they're just a little bit maybe misinformed. 
I, I don't know. Well, let's talk about this. So my point here is that, you know, a lot of people were saying, what about Bring Me the Horizon? Bring Me the Horizon is a mainstream band. What about Sleep Token? What about Bad Omens? What about all these other bands? And with all due respect to all of them, I think they're great bands. Bring Me the Horizon is probably the closest thing to what we have as like a mainstream you know, metal band these days. But, but even then, they're not really mainstream. And so first what I wanted to do is just quickly recap exactly how popular rock was back in the day for anybody who may have forgotten. And then we'll talk about some of the problems with rock now and what we can do about it, okay? You guys know I love Bring the Horizon, okay? You guys know I love them. You guys know um, that I have nothing but respect for them. Same with Bad Omens, same with Sleep Token. I wish them all the success in the world. But we've got a long way before we can call any of those bands mainstream the way that they were in the past. So I'm, I want to I wanna show you a few examples of this, okay? How about this one, for example? Fred Durst on the cover of Us Weekly, Sex Tell All, Britney versus The Beast, claiming a torrid fling, rocker Fred Durst has gone public on their alleged sex life. Spears' friends deny it all. What's the truth? Along with Jennifer Aniston and Brad Pitt, the cover of Us Weekly, okay? Like, this is literally like the biggest like gossip magazine on the planet at that time. And he's on the cover with the most famous pop star of the time. Okay. Yeah. Eminem had a song about them. Yes. I mean, you know, if that's, but that's just one example. Okay. Also Pete Wentz on the cover of J14. Like it's a whole special issue. Pete and Ashley on the cover. Um, Pete hanging out with Rihanna here. Pete's shocking new haircut. Uh, <laughs> he was also on the cover of Cosmo Girl, which was, you know, a huge magazine at the time. I don't know if it's still around. I think it is. Again, with, you know, Jessica Alba. So he's on the cover of this. Other people, uh, Zach Efron, Chris Brown, Ryan Sheckler. You know, this is, this is how popular, this is how mainstream these people were, okay? Again, I'm going to keep driving this point home because I want everybody to understand what mainstream actually means. Mainstream does not mean they had a TikTok song. Mainstream does not mean they sold out this 2,000 seat venue in your town, okay? Mainstream is what I'm talking about here. Yes, there's a difference between mainstream alternative and actually mainstream. Exactly, that's my point. Another example is, remember, Linkin Park. Looking back at Linkin Park's hybrid theory, the best-selling debut album of the... Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hey, you. Did you have any plans this year? Ha! <laughs> How's that going? Did you get 2020? Well, welcome to a brand new podcast called 2020, where myself, Benny Goodman, and my good friends, Corey Pazin and Siobhan Cronin from the band Lost Symphony, also got 2020. And since the world ended this year, we decided why not just check in with some of our friends in the music industry and see how everyone's doing. We're going to get a candid look at life on and off the stage, as well as the mindset of some of the most successful people in the entertainment industry. New episodes drop every Sunday and Wednesday at 9 p.m. Eastern. And you can listen at 2020-D.com, SoundTalentMedia.com, or on your favorite podcast app. 21st century, okay? That's how fucking popular Linkin Park was. The best-selling debut album of the entire 21st century. 
That's how popular this band was. Another example of this, I've talked about, you know, TRL before, but, you know, look at this. So here's Pierre from Simple Plan on TRL in 2003. There's like a crowd of these girls lined up there to hang out and be on TV with Pierre from Simple Plan. You know, and are they there for Pierre or are they just there to be on TRL? Who knows? But remember, he also had his own TV show on MTV at really the peak of MTV's relevance. You know, Pierre had his own, it was, uh, what was the name of it? Damage Control. He had his own, like, you know, prank kind of show on MTV for two seasons. They were also in the Olsen Twins movie. I mean, it doesn't get much more mainstream than the Olsen Twins. And they weren't just in the Olsen Twins movie. Like, they were the central element of the plot in this movie. The entire plot of this movie is that, I forget whether it was Mary-Kate and Ashley, but she was going to skip school so that she could take the bus into New York City and give a copy of her demo to Simple Plan. That was like the entire point of this movie, you know? And this is an Olsen Twins movie, so I could keep going. The point I want to make here is like, that is what like being truly mainstream famous is, okay? When people point to like how many tickets a band sells, like that definitely means something for sure, but it doesn't necessarily mean that you're relevant, you know? I'm sure Celine Dion sells a shitload of tickets. Does that mean that Celine Dion is relevant? Not necessarily. The point I want to make here is that this is what it looks like to be actually mainstream famous, okay? Being on the cover of Us Weekly with Britney Spears. Being in an Olsen Twins movie. Getting mobbed on TRL. Like, TRL, again, another great example of this. Remember, bands like Newfound Glory, even Korn, Blink-182, like, these bands were going head-to-head -head with Backstreet Boys and NSYNC on TRL and sometimes winning. That is how popular this stuff was at the peak. With all due respect to those bands, you know, the fact that they had a moment on TikTok, you know, it's kind of hard to say. Does that compare to the mainstream success of these bands or mainstream fame of these bands in the 2000s? Well, it's kind of an unfair comparison because like it says in the chat here, problem is we only have metal content on YouTube, TikTok, and streaming services. There's no media, TV shows, heavy metal shows anymore. That's the problem. It's, it's kind of true. There is no more. I've talked about this before, but the monoculture, you know, whereas back then everyone was watching the same TV shows and magazines and stuff like that that doesn't exist anymore like tiktok and youtube and stuff are kind of the closest thing we have but you know we've seen there's people like billy eilish or doja cat and whoever that are uh, able to break through or, or jack harlow or for that matter mr beast it is possible to create breakthrough stars in the tiktok era but rock and metal are not doing it and that's kind of my point here. I'm not here to dunk on these bands and say, oh, these bands suck. You know, I'm not, I'm not putting them down. My point is that if you care about the health of the genre, which I think you should, because remember, we all look back on these days as being the glory days, right? Like everybody does. There's a reason why new metal and emo and pop punk are the three most popular kind of alternative music now. And people keep going back to that stuff because that's when the genres were at their peak. Like I said, Bring the Horizon is probably the closest thing we have to like a mainstream metal band right now. And, and like, that's great, good for them. Like, even if we say that they are mainstream, I, I feel like they're kind of one notch down from that, but whatever. Even if we say that they're mainstream, that's, that's one, okay? That's one band. The closest thing we have, I know, <laughs> I know it sucks, but the closest thing we have is MGK. You know, this is TMZ, which is the biggest, you know, gossip blog on the planet still. 
where they're, you know, talking about people like Kevin Costner and Larsa Pippen and stuff like that. And TMZ is covering MGK. Megan Fox rejoins Instagram to deny MGK's cheating rumor. MGK is a mainstream celebrity. All right. Travis marrying a Kardashian is definitely helping rock music. It is. The point I want to make here is that the thing that is frustrating to me is that rock fans don't want the genre to be mainstream anymore. They're kind of not admitting reality. And that's that's all I want here is like, let's just admit reality for what it is, which is rock is not as popular as it used to be. And why would you want rock to be more popular? That's what a lot of people ask or a lot of people say is like, oh, well, why do you always talk about this? Who cares if this stuff is popular or not? I like seeing these bands in small venues. I don't want to pay more for tickets. Well, I get that. That does make sense. I understand that. However, the fact of the matter is that if you want more people to be making music that you like, they've got to be able to make a living at it. You know, like you can't grind it out playing 500 seat venues into your 30s. Like not very many people are going to want to do that. Most people, you know, they're 32 years old grinding it out they have to live in a bus nine or van live in a van nine months out of the year to grind it out playing these shows most people are going to quit right so if you want these bands to be around you should want them to be able to able to make a little bit of money at it i mean like back in the day um like mest for example that pop punk band they madonna signed them i did a podcast with tony and i think that he said that they got like a hundred grand to shoot the video for cadillac wouldn't that be cool wouldn't you like it if bands got a hundred grand to make music videos or like tour support, you know, when the label will loan them some money to go out on tour, like, so they don't have to like starve. Wouldn't you want that? I mean, if you like these bands, you should want them to make a little bit of money, right? It's the fans that don't want this stuff to be popular. As you can see by, I'm not even going to read all of them because Jesus Christ, people got angry at me on Twitter about this. Like this is one of the most unpopular tweets I have ever made. And I've made a lot of unpopular tweets. <laughs> People are very angry about this. Like they're furious at me about this. And all I said was like, guys, we got to do better. And then you look at the bands. I'm sorry. I'm just going to throw someone under the bus here. But you look at some of the bands that people are, are pointing out as like, you know, the future of the genre. Like people are talking about like this band Invent Animate as like the next big thing, the future of the genre. And I'm sorry, but like, listen to this. Listen to this, people. Like there's nothing here i'm sorry there's nothing here and i want to explain something i said here um when i said gent killed metal no songs just riffs this is what i'm talking about and listen um give them 10 years and they'll be popular <laughs> 10 years so that's what it is now We've got to wait 10 years for a band to get moderately popular this band is a great example of what i'm talking about here is the genre now like look back to those bands like limp biscuit Linkin Park, My Chemical Romance, Paramore, Blink, you know, all those bands of the 90s and 2000s, even Korn, had incredible songs, great hooks, catchy stuff, and you can say they're corny, whatever you want, but you compare that with this, this is barely a song. This is just like dudes jamming. You know, there's nothing here, especially in metal now. Everything is some combination of like crappy gent riffs in the verse and then a Lincoln Park chorus and then maybe some shoegaze bits in here somewhere. If you like it, that's totally fine. You know, listen to whatever you want, but objectively speaking, like there's nothing here. The fact that rock fans are saying like that metal fans are like, oh, this is the future of the genre. This band's blowing up. They're not blowing up. 
They're not. I'm sorry. If you like it, that's fine. Um, but it's not it's not great. Yeah, add in some gatekeeping stands and that's what metal is now. There is no new sound. It's a lie if we say there is. I, you know, I, I hate to say it, but that's a fact. I hate to say it because you know that I don't like to be the person saying that, you know, new music sucks. I don't like being that person. But there is, you know, th there's nothing new. You know, there's nothing new. I don't think Bad Omens took any risks. I think Bad Omens just have good songs and a charismatic frontman. I don't think Bad Omens takes a lot of risks. I think Polyphia, speaking of which, Polyphia takes risks. For sure. Like with their aesthetics, you know, with some of their collabs and stuff. The other problem is that nobody wants to be a star. Like, look at these guys. They all look like waiters. There's nothing interesting about them. Nobody wants to be a star. Nobody's willing to put their ass on the line like Fred Durst. Look, say what you want about him. But Fred Durst put himself out there and made himself a star. Nobody wants to be that now other than, you know, you look at probably the three biggest standouts now. Number one, MGK. Number two, Ronnie Radke. Number three, Ollie Sykes. Those are the three biggest stars. MGK, not afraid to take some fucking arrows, right? Same thing with Ronnie, obviously. Not afraid to take some arrows. Falling in Reverse is like mainstream close. Like he's number one on rock charts all the time. There are some like, you know, kind of normie-ish people that know who Falling in Reverse is. Like Falling in Reverse and Bring Me the Horizon are the two closest things we have to like mainstream right now. And you can see why, because Ollie and Ronnie are both stars and they're not afraid to look like it and act like it. And now everyone looks like a fucking barista and they're afraid to say or do anything that would like be remarkable in any way at all. That's the problem. Nobody wants to be a star anymore. It sucks. Nobody wants to write songs anymore. Everyone just wants to play riffs and dress in all black and take generic ass promo shots in their fucking practice space and expect that they're going to like be famous somehow. Like, well, I just feel like rock has lost the plot. They've stopped taking chances. They've stopped trying to write songs. And remember, people, look who you're competing with for attention. Okay. Look who you're competing with. There's a world in which people like this exist, okay? Why in the world would anybody pay attention to your bland fucking gent band when somebody like this exists? Why in the world would they pay attention to you when this person exists, right? I mean, cause that's reality, but look, Polyphia, they're doing it. Like Polyphia is doing their version of this. You know, they're doing like basically guitar thirst traps. <laughs> Uh, but this is the world that we live in. You got to compete with this for attention. And it feels like nobody in rock or metal wants to do that anymore. Other than Ronnie, MGK and Ollie Sykes. And you can see that they're having success because of that. So I don't know. I hope that all made sense. The point that I wanted to make here again, this is not about me dunking on the current generation of rock and metal so much. It's not that. My point is, like, I want the genre to be what it used to be. And the first step towards doing that is to admit where we have gone wrong, which is that it's boring, people. Rock is boring now. It's boring. That's a fact. It's boring. And that's the reason why it is no longer in the mainstream. So that's my point here. We've got to admit the facts. Step one is admitting you have a problem. Help me help you. Rock and metal scene. Admit that you have a problem. That's what I think. That's what I think. So will that make Twitter any less mad at me? Probably not. Twitter just hates me. Um, I don't know. Who hates me more? Twitter or Reddit? I don't know. <laughs> I want rock to be what it used to be. Been confirming that he's a rock boomer. I know. Listen, I hate being that person. I do. I hate being that person. Do you know how much it pains me to say that? I hate it. But that's where we're at. So there we go. Twitter, I hope someday 
we can make up and be friends. That's what I hope. So look at these guys. They all look like waiters. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say. Your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Turns and conditions apply. Hey, this is Dewey Halpas, host of Peer Pleasure on the Sound Talent Media Podcast Network. Join me each week as I explore another long-form conversation with one of your favorite musicians, actors, comedians, or creatives. From Chino Moreno of the Deftones, John Gorley of Portugal the Man, to Fat Mike from NoFX, and Ian Mackay from Fugazi and Minor Threat, we go all over the map. From Fallout Boy to Slayer, Peer Pleasure has it all. Check us out now on Sound Talent Media. <laughs> 